1: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and A member FDIC. Retire your overplayed playlists. You'll never hear the same mix twice on AMP. AMP is a free live radio app where anyone can hop on the mic and play the music they love. So you can discover new to you playlists as they're made. Download AMP. That's A-M-P in the App Store.
0: Hi everyone and welcome to Hot off the Mess. I am your host Samantha Bush and guys, I can't believe who I'm sitting here with. I'm I'm kind of freaking out. I'm honestly having a fangirl moment, but I'm sitting here with the king of reality TV, Carlos King. How are you? Hey, how's it going? Good. I, I'm truly freaking out. <laughs> oh, I'm we literally the on biggest Instagram fan. I'm your biggest fan. Like, uh, I fo- I've been following you for ever and i just can't i can't wait to talk to you and ask you a million questions
1: well ask away you know we follow each other on twitter and instagram so i'm Mm -hmm. a fan too and (laughs) when the request came in i'm like um yeah let's do it and it's long overdue
0: it it, it's really long overdue i can't wait to get into everything because i feel like so much has happened this week like and I just want to start at the very top. Um, normally, I, you know, start with some Bravo news, some headlines. And obviously, I want to talk to you about Shiba by Of course you do. She by Okay, well, you know what? No, I take that back. I actually just want people... To know who you are first, actually. Okay. I don't know why I just jumped right into She by I think I just got like so excited. <laughs> but if you guys are unfamiliar with who Carlos King is, like first of all, I don't know how you could be if you're a Bravo fan. But he's truly a legend. He started basically, you were a producer on the first season of Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I believe you were the first producer on New Jersey. Mm-hmm. You you were someone who held, you were under the table when <laughs> Teresa flipped it. Yes. Am I correct? Yes. <laughs> I'm truly freaking out. Like, okay, just tell me, before we get into everything, tell me about that moment. Like, being under the table as Teresa Juday's flipped it. Mm-hmm. What was that
2: like?
1: Huh. So, like you said, I, I produced the first season of Atlanta and went on to do it until season nine and with New Jersey I did the first two seasons which I think are the best seasons but I digress um (laughs) (laughs) but to answer your question I was an associate producer during season one of The Real Housewives of New Jersey and when you are an associate producer you're responsible for producing a housewife Right. Mm -hmm. So my assignment was (laughs) Danielle Staub. Yes, I know. Cray, Cray. I had Danielle and Teresa.
0: What a pair to have.
1: Exactly. And then on Atlanta, I had Kim and Nini. So that's a whole nother story. We'll get
0: into that because that (laughs) season one of Atlanta is how I got into Bravo. But we'll Uh get into that in a bit. Okay, yeah.
1: So long story short, The entire season was about Danielle. And I think we all can just admit that season one was all about Danielle. So Danielle knew that the women were talking about the book in my Danielle voice. And (laughs) she never had the opportunity to defend herself. So she wanted to address the elephant in the room Mm -hmm. at the finale. So back in the early Bravo days... The Real Housewives finale was always like this group dinner with like the housewives, their husbands, their kids from ages zero to like 25. Like Mm -hmm. it was a kid's table. It was the housewives and the husbands. That was like the the sort of like mandate. So I was Teresa and Daniel's producer because when you are an associate producer, you are assigned talent. And in the case of the Real Housewives, you're assigned housewives. On Atlanta, I was assigned Nene and Kemp, which, girls, a whole nother story for, uh, you know, later. And I also had Teresa and Danielle. So, yes, I'm a gluttony for punishment. So, Danielle being the topic of conversation was the big story during season one. We all knew mm-hmm. that. And Danielle knew that. So, she wanted to address the elephant in the room, which I would call the book. In the
0: room. The book. Cops <laughs> without book. a badge.
1: <laughs> New York Times bestseller now, TC. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> Danielle said, Carlos, I would like to bring the book to the finale di- dinner. Cause at that time, on real Housewives, the mandate for every finale was you had to have this like big dinner with the kids and the husbands, and yeah. So I'm like, good idea. I talked to the team of producers, we all agree, like great idea. Mm -hmm. however danielle wanted to wear an lbd a little black dress so we were like girl where are you going to hide this book you can't just walk into the to the restaurant and like have the book in your arm so she said when i arrive to the restaurant i'm going to hand you the book and you give me the book whenever you think it's i need to like bring up the topic okay so we're filming i'm like like, i
0: I, think i know where this is heading i'm so excited so we're
1: filming for like an hour, you know, whatever. They're exchanging pleasantries. It's very, very awkward. Very awkward. So the producers and I said, you know what? I think it's time to hand Daniel the book. Oh my God. So girl, I had to crawl <gasps> under the table.
0: Who did you have to crawl like between? Like how, like where I, did you start?
1: So I, <laughs> cause I didn't want the cast to see me. Right. So I'm crawling on the uh, all floors, right? And I am directly between and Danielle, Danielle, and I
0: forgot who she was sitting next to, but Albie. Now,
1: uh,
0: Was it Albie? She was sitting next to Albie and Joe Judy. She was like in between them. Your memory's
1: fantastic.
0: I so- it's truly a mental way. <laughs> like I it's a problem.
1: <laughs> But the guys didn't see me. I hand the I I, I crawl under the table. Oh um, Danielle knew it was me because we you know of course talked about this, and I tap her um, on the ankle, signaling <laughs> that yeah, girl, the book is here. So when Teresa flipped the table, I was I was I was long gone. Like I wasn't oh I was not under the table. When Teresa flipped it. And a lot of people were like, wait, did you flip it yourself because you were underneath it? I'm like, no. I was gone. Danielle, the moment Danielle put the book on the table, I was out of there. I was was gone. And the most historic moment in Real Housewives history happened.
0: No, literally. The most historic moment that, I mean... Truly, it was the table flip and Real Houses of Atlanta season one that I Period. firmly believe like put Housewives on the map. I know that there's this feud between Vicky and Ramona saying, like, Orange County or New York, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay. Controversial. The first two seasons of New York were flops.
1: Snoozy, Baloozy.
0: Snoozy, Baloozy. <laughs> and Orange County, I mean, like, who? Come on, girl. Like, No one cares about <laughs> Quinn. No one cares about all the Tammies and the like the fannies like i don't even know their names <laughs> Me i don't care but truly so atlanta i have to tell you atlanta was like my introduction to real housewives the first season i will never ever forget kim and nene nene not being allowed in the party big papa the the wig <laughs> the closer legs to married men the when like looking back on that reunion the very first reunion Nene was wearing leggings. Like it was a very different vibe. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it was so yes. different. And so they so you were in charge of Kim and Nene.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. What was, I was that
0: experience?
1: Girl, it was, it was um, listen, I love what I do. So I I, I love course. producing, I love working with um interesting people, extraordinary personalities, all those things. Mm-hmm. So
0: mind you. It's my first
1: reality show.
0: My first. Oh, my God. And you got Kim and oh I got gosh. Kim and I,
1: I had I had no experience in reality television. So The Real Housewives of Atlanta was my first foray into reality TV. Okay. And I was just so enamored with them. You know, listen, big personalities, very different, but also very alike and just like you know, listen, big egos, big hair, you know,
0: everything was larger than life.
1: Yes, you talk about Texas, no, honey, Atlanta was was big. So, mm-hmm. it was fun but also a big headache because you're on the receiving end of a lot of angst mm-hmm. that is coming your way from both parties and you have to be neutral. And I think the biggest mistake that some reality producers make today is they choose size. And it's like, honey, call me Switzerland. Mm-hmm. Okay? I'm I, i I'm here to do a job. And Kim will talk about Nini. Nini will talk about Kim. And my job was to make sure that they had their voices heard and that they felt represented. And that's the reason why, till this day, 15 years later, I still have a good relationship with the both of them.
0: I love that. I mean... Truly, Kim and Nene are the greatest frenemies of all time, and then slowly following in their footsteps, like they really paved the way, I think, for Karen and Giselle. Um, yes. Who, like they, they're these two personalities that are so dynamic, and they like need each other in a way, mm-hmm. like, and they both recognize that, and I think that that is what makes it fun. Um, also, so true. I, you were obvious like we just discussed you were working at New Jersey. And I have to tell you, my number one Hottest house husband is Chris Larita. <laughs> ah! I love Borgeous. that man. Those eyes. Those eyes. Like he's him in that winery in the basement. Like And he's I such can't a man. He's such a man. Like I die for Chris Larita. He's <laughs> truly my favorite. Love um, it. and the way that he just like loved Jacqueline. Like, oh a Worship girl can dream she walks on worse she's fucking batshit and he was just like yeah oh. he's like yeah it's my girl
1: i'm not going anywhere i'm not
0: going anywhere <laughs> i stand beside him like that was chris Larita. um okay so now that we got that out of the way i just really had to have <laughs> you share that story before we get into like i love
1: it it's like everything. Fuck Mauricio. it's chris Larita, girl
0: chris Larita. it's like uh, evan goldschneider nope chris <gasps> Larita. I mean, but I would take Evan Goldschneider in a, oh, literally a heartbeat. Yes. I saw him on the streets at BravoCon and like...
1: How is it in I, person?
0: I, you don't understand. Like, I was like weak. I was like, oh, like I I, I yelled his name. Like, I became feral. <laughs> feral. <laughs> I screamed. I go, Ein! And he was like, hey! And everyone around me was like, who is that? I was like, why are you even here if you don't know who Evan fucking Goldschneider is? Uh, yeah, why are you at
1: BravoCon if you don't know all the Bravo celebrities? Bye, girl.
0: Yeah, it was. Yeah, wow. It was. Okay. It was a moment. Also, Joey Joey Gorga really does it for me in real life too. Like when I saw him, I was like, I get it. Like I, I listen, get it. Can we talk?
1: I get it too. Mm-hmm. And I think, listen, I didn't get it pre-shaved hit.
0: When like, he, do- when, he used to, when he would spray paint it,
1: I I was like, ooh, no, was- like I was like, oh, Teresa, your brother. No, thank you. But now, like, he's he's bald. Uh, muscles Mm -hmm. you know I'm like he's like a little ninja
0: turtle like I just (laughs) I love him like he like he is like I just he does it for me and him and Melissa are just really really hot together and like it it's really something
2: Want a smoother contour and more youthful-looking cheeks? Rediscover a younger-looking you by adding volume to the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC, part of the number one selling collection of dermal fillers, based on January 2022 provider survey data. With help from Juvederm Voluma XC and a licensed specialist, you can achieve a more youthful cheek look completely customized for your goals. pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Many of us are already
0: planning our New Year's resolutions
2: to work out more in 2023. But let's face it, they rarely stick. Well, Peloton's got a gift for you. Get up to $200 off accessories like non-slip grip,
0: dumbbells, cycling shoes, heart rate monitors, and more with the purchase of a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. Don't wait. Get this offer before it ends on December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com. All access, membership separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com. Anyway, so I want to talk to you about things that are going on right now. Um, I I mean, I could literally talk to you all day. Like, I'm giddy. I feel like (laughs) – I feel, like, alive. Um, Okay. So, She by Sheree launched. Mm -hmm. There was some drama going on on the interwebs about the launch because you couldn't shop it. And then we finally got product. Um, I need your opinion because I know that you worked with Sheree. Like, especially you worked with her – the first season when there was, you know, mm-hmm. no fashions. Yeah. Um. What are your thoughts? I mean- You know more, what's so funny? don't have words. Yeah, no, look,
1: sure. <laughs> I was talking to somebody about this yesterday, funny enough. I'm like, that fucking charade is so iconic to me that no matter what happens, <laughs> bad or good, the bitch is the talk of the town. Mm-hmm. And there's always something so interesting going on in her world. I I got to be honest with you. I've always been fascinated with Sheree. Because even when I first met her season one, I mean, this beautiful woman who was going through a divorce when she said, I am a part of Atlanta's wealthy elite. When she said, oh, honey, I don't do budget. I remember um, Deshaun Snow had this fundraiser. Oh, where she wanted to raise a million dollars? Yes, a fundraiser with no funds being raised. Uh Yeah, (laughs) she raised a think, $5,000. Yes. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sheree walked in with her fur coat dripped to the ankles. And she says, she has arrived. And my gay ass was like, oh my gosh, I am obsessed with this woman. And then she went up to the table because of course she had to sign in. And she said, who's going to take my coat? And they were like, what do you mean? And she said, wait, no one's going to take my coat? And they said, honey, coat check is over there. You have to hang it yourself. And she lost her shit. So I say all that to say, I've always been obsessed with this woman. Because I, I yeah. think she's so interesting. Fast forward to Shiba Sheree website being crashed. Look, I was so like, no, I want you to win, Sheree. Like, no, bitch. I, 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 you guys don't get it. I love this woman. I am very, very close to Mm Sheree. And when the website crashed, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) And then when it was, um, when that post came up saying like, sorry, we're gonna be, you know, under (laughs) construction. I'm like, fucking Sheree. And then it hit me. I said, this bitch will always be in the news from September, spring, summer, to She Sheree website (laughs) being crashed to people accusing her of, like, these um, false fashions from other vendors. I, I feel like, and I w- want to <laughs> get your opinion, I'm like, this is low-key iconic, and I wonder if, in when it's all said and done, if all of this press and attention she's getting is going to benefit her in the long run.
0: I... I think it will because I feel like, I mean, I love Sheree as well. I truly think she's one of the most beautiful housewives of all time. She's just someone that, like, you can't not stare at. Mm-hmm. Like, I love watching her. And she's someone to me that is so funny and iconic. And she's not even trying. Like, she just says whatever and it's automatically like goes on a t shirt. It's mm-hmm. she's so funny. I don't know. I feel like with this She by Sheree crash for 404 can't connect website situation. I don't know. I feel like people maybe have reached their limit. They're like, Mm. we want to support her. Right. But we literally can't. Why can't we? Like, who are these people on her team that are failing her? It's very Sonia Morgan. Yes. Except it's more iconic and that is me it's more iconic because it's less tragic
1: it's less tragic and listen Mm. no one cares about a fucking toaster oven you know no no shade sonya i i I love
0: i mean but but literally no one cares
1: no one cares and no one cares about your um century 21 like clothes. that was
0: very weird and then people were mourning when century 21 went out of business During the pandemic, I'm like, who was going there? Oh, no. No And it's funny.
1: I used to live in New York. And girl, you only go to Century 21 when you want to buy some knockoffs. So it was sort of like, yeah, it wasn't the cat's meow. So the (laughs) thing with Sheree is I feel like she is somebody from Chateau Sheree. It took Mm -hmm. her a long time to build the house. And now she arguably has the best looking house on, on, on Bravo.
0: It's beautiful.
1: It's beautiful. Mm -hmm. So that was a talk of the time, but she proved people wrong. This She Bought Charade took 14 years and the website crashes. So, the best part about Charade to me, (laughs) this bitch, and I mean that in a compliment, Mm -hmm. this bitch has not said anything about it. And I think that's so iconic. She's not going on a press tour of like, oh, she is like, whatever, it happened. Can't be bothered can cannot no. be bothered and I guess know. what I find that to be so fucking iconic because these other the, housewives were were going press would be store, scrambling damage control how you're a crisis manager go and watch <laughs> what happens live you yes. you know what I mean she's yes. like I don't care and the best part <laughs> when the website crashed, my girl was at a party in Atlanta. With, with quad and a bunch of like married to medicine people not giving a fuck
0: i you know that it's like my mission in life like i was put on this earth to spread awareness about married to medicine
1: <laughs> the best show on bravo that it's the best watching. show on
0: bravo so when you said quad like i my ears perked up because it's my favorite show on bravo I tell everyone to watch it. And you know what? Every time someone tells me I started it, I can't believe I never have seen this before. I'm like, I know. What do you think I've been Under- fucking telling everybody?
1: Yeah, underrated. It, it literally, and- when people say like, oh, what show would you produce that you that's not on your roster or you haven't produced yet? Yeah. I'm always like, honey, Married to Medicine, period.
0: Period. I mean, Dr. Heavenly, Dr. Ugh. Simone. I can't get enough All of Stars. Quad. Quad is truly a reality star period um i also want to talk to you about the real houses of potomac trailer that just dropped yes i have been dying to talk about this for days because it dropped i think tuesday Mm -hmm. um dave quinn of course teed it up perfectly as he always does on twitter with a bouquet of blossoms and he's like got these delivered tomorrow morning i'm like you are a genius love him um What are you thinking? Because it looks fucking incredible. (sighs) I
1: get in a lot of trouble. Oh, no. I get in a lot of trouble for saying this. But one thing about me, I'm I'm honest. The Real Housewives of Potomac is currently the best housewife franchise. I love that show. The trailer gave me everything I needed plus more to see Karen get up out of her seat and cuss out cha-cha i love to see (laughs) again unpopular opinion if you live your life by twitter which you shouldn't but giselle to me is such a genius force multiplier a ghost producer to see that she's like i feel uncomfortable with (laughs) chris bassett Flirting with me. I'm like, Giselle, are you kidding? So, this whole yeah. storyline of Chris Bastet flirting with women, I cannot wait to watch. A Candace versus Giselle is, is comedy to me. I can't wait for that. It's truly
0: comedy. Mia
1: throw drinking Wendy's face. What are we doing here?
0: And there's to see a that- cancer scam potentially. Very yes. Kim Zosiac. Very, very Kim. Teasing. And last but
1: not least. To see Ashley in her hot girl phase now that she's divorcing uh, Michael, but also they're buying a house together. So it's like, is this a scam? So it's this very may be, messy. This may be because listen, in my opinion, season was it season five or four? Maybe five. Season five of Potomac to me was the best season. I just That's loved it. That's
0: when Monique and Candace were yeah. in a
1: fight. I love okay. all things season five. So I feel like this upcoming season may be their best one yet based on that fucking trailer.
0: I have to say I laughed and I shouldn't because Ashley was crying, (laughs) but she's crying because Michael Darby is MIA. And she's like, I have these two little kids. Where is Michael? And I'm thinking to myself, you knew exactly who you were marrying. Like Ashley, what is going on? She knew exactly who Michael was. She knew he was like, he's not going to be the best dad.
1: Slimy. (laughs)
0: Slimy. I mean, every year he, he made Ashley, he embarrassed her. Every, Every single year. And she went along with it. I will never forget. It was the season five reunion of Potomac. When Ashley was like, you said something really bad about my, my children and my husband. And Robin goes, What'd she say? That your kids look like Michael, and she was like, "Yeah," <laughs> and Robin was like, "Oh, that's really weird." <laughs> like that's a weird thing to be upset like about. Your father, like it was so funny because yeah. uh-huh. it was like this little moment, and it made me laugh so hard because Robin was like, "Oh, that's really weird. <laughs> like, that's a weird thing to be upset about, but very telling." <laughs> and just like always, the talk of the prenup, like making it very clear that Ashley was, you know, maybe just with Michael for the money.
1: Um, um yeah. It's very Anna Nicole Smith. Yes. <laughs> vibes, period. Yes. Very Anna
0: Nicole Smith. So I can't wait. I can't wait for Giselle versus Candace because I feel like they're <gasps> very they're good adversaries. Like oh yeah. they're not no one is punching down.
1: No. And
0: I can't wait because also they're going on girls' trip together or they went on girls' trip together. So that's kind of funny to me. Yeah. Um, with Portia. With can't wait. With Portia. Okay. Yeah. I. What are your thoughts on Portia? Do you think she should come back to Atlanta? Absolutely. Look. Okay. I
1: love me some Portia Williams. Um,
0: Portia is the bouncy energy we need on Atlanta. It's I true. Feel- and I'm a Kenya. I'm a team twirl. But I Dang. acknowledge Portia's power in the show.
1: Portia has. And it's funny. So. I did not work on season five of of Atlanta Housewives. I was producing another show, so I came back season six to executive produce the the show.
0: Yeah, you were the EP for six, seven, eight, and nine.
1: Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I watched Portia via the television screen season five, and listen, Kenya Moore was all about. I mean, I mean, it was all about Kenya Moore season five. Like 100%. you never saw this whimsical character be a housewife ever. It was like this girl twirled into the show, and the show hasn't been the same since in a good way. Mm-hmm. But I felt like Portia was like the dark horse because Kenya and Portia came in the same season. But because Kenya was like something you've never seen, all eyes were on Kenya. But I remember being at home like this woman, Portia, is so underrated, and people aren't talking about her enough. She mm-hmm. has it, she was able to have these shady moments with Kenya. She wasn't afraid. She never backed down. And I'm like, y'all are sleeping on, on, on Portia. And there were rumors about Portia not coming back to Housewives, especially because Cordell filed for divorce and Portia found out on Twitter. Um,
0: I mean, I say this, my friend and I say it to each other all the time. And you can't not hear it in her voice. But when she goes, Cordell is not perfect by far. I say it all the time. I don't know why. It's just something that sticks (laughs) with me. I love it. Yeah.
1: I love it. And I I just think she has made her mark on the franchise. She is by far one of the most likable people you can meet. She's funny. And the thing about Portia is besides being beautiful with a banging body, she is a fun time. And she doesn't take life too seriously. Mm -hmm. And Talk about charade being iconic. Portia to me is super iconic because when she decided to date Simon and announce their engagement, yeah, the fact that she never once cared about public perception, I just find that so interesting and look at her now. She's happy. And guess what? A year later, we all don't give a fuck anymore. We're like, okay, girl, let's just see y'all relationship. I, like, we're I love their with love the- story. We're done with the drama. We're done with the controversy. Mm-hmm. And we're all like Team Porsche and Simon.
0: Team Porsche and Simon. I mean, I watched every single week Her Portia Family Matters because the hot dog king is from Detroit and I'm from Detroit. So even <laughs> I'm from though Detroit. You are?
1: Born and raised.
0: Shut up.
1: I didn't know you were from Detroit.
0: I literally live here. I'm looking at Henry Ford Hospital still- right now. Oh-
1: where are you? East side, West Side, Girls. I mean
0: I'm right by um where am I? I'm right by the DIA, kind of like down that way.
1: Uh I, I grew up on the east side. I love Detroit This too. Yeah. Born Crazy. and raised, girl. Wayne State University. Yeah.
0: Yes. Wayne yeah. State's right here. Oh my no. God. That's yeah. that's how we love each other. Okay. So weird. Yeah, I'm truly looking out on Henry Ford Hospital at yes! this moment. Yeah.
1: My yeah. father um lives downtown.
0: Oh my god, where does he live? You don't have you to. You know, like right
1: the Wayne's St- Wayne State area, like you yeah, know, you know, townhomes
0: and stuff. Yeah. Oh my god, this mm-hmm. is crazy. We'll talk. Okay. Um, but yeah, so I love the Hot Dog King. I know that he's very controversial, but I just like with Toya, I have to love Toya. I have to love Kenya. Like I just have to love these people that come from Detroit.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but I also like I need to see Simon. On Housewives, I, when it first happened, when the news first broke, I was like, poor show, what the fuck is going on? Same. And now I'm like, they're happy and in love, and I'm a champion of love. So, same. It is what it is. Girl, I, girl. And the thing that I wish that the Atlanta, or not the Atlanta girls, that like the Beverly Hills girls would take note from the Atlanta and New Jersey girls is that they don't take it that serious in my opinion they really just like live their lives like if housewives was taken away tomorrow candy would be fine Kenya would be fine Portia yes. obviously is fine <laughs> the only person i would worry about right now is drew <sighs> what are your thoughts on Drew?
1: you know what look i'm very i'm on fascinated drew. by her I-, I was gonna say i'm very hard on drew because i feel like she has so much potential My, my issue with Drew that I've said publicly in my podcast and everywhere else Mm -hmm. is I feel like she tries too hard to get a moment and I just want Drew to relax. Yes. And, and, and be in the moment. Don't stop being an actress. I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I'm rooting for her in my Tyra Banks voice. I'm rooting for you. We're all rooting for you. Yeah. But she does this dumb shit where she's like, oh, I have these dog trees. I'm like, girl, why are you doing these things? Like, she's beautiful. She's accomplished. I'm obsessed with her and Ralph's relationship in terms of like, I want to see more of that. I do too. But But I I I need her to chill. I want her to chill out, be in the moment, because I'm frustrated with her because I feel like she has all the capabilities of being a great housewife.
0: I do too. I just, it's the it's the overproducing and the over the trying to make a moment and it's like drew your life is interesting without the dog bones like i don't yes. need that like this i find her and ralph to be fascinating like i Beyond. can't get enough of them um i it because they make me laugh because they, i don't think they're in on the joke like and the joke is them Mm -hmm. like they're not aware of this like they think they're being like really good actors in this situation and they're not and you know and everyone can pick up on it and i just love that um also you are the executive producer on love and marriage huntsville love Uh and marriage dc yeah and miss monique samuels is on dc she is. How was Monique Samuels? Because, you know, I was a really big Moni girl until season five. Yeah. I loved Chris Samuels. I love mm-hmm. their family. Mm-hmm. I loved their fish tank. I loved <laughs> Chala. May he rest in peace. Yes. I often quote Monique when my friend wears a crop top and I say, oh, she's got the top ab. <laughs> she's read that about Karen. Like yes. I say it all the time. So, okay, what's going on with Monique?
1: Yeah, so I like you, when Monique came on Potomac season two, I remember texting the producers who um, I was friends with, and I'm like, this girl is everything. I love mm-hmm. her. I was always team Monique. Um, when things happened season five, I saw the I saw the situation more as a producer in terms okay. of, why did this happen? How did it come to this? It, it, to me, it left a stain on that particular show. and it, it didn't need to be because Potomac was on this great rise anyway. Um, and I just felt like there was some complication going on there, right? Mm-hmm. So when she left the show, I reached out to her. Long story short, um, we became friends. And when the idea came to franchise Love and Marriage Huntsville into another city, I did reach back out to her. Cause I wanted to see if she was able to give this reality TV world another try. Mm-hmm. And she decided to do it. And the thing about Monique, and it's funny cause she and I spoke, um, this past weekend, Monique is very, she's a complicated woman. Mm-hmm. And when I say complicated, I mean, she's very sensitive. She has a lot of emotions. Um, And she has a lot of things that she wants to put out there in terms of context and and complexities. And you know, she's she's fascinating to watch. She's beautiful. She's interesting. She's a great mom, a supporting wife. And when it comes to showing the fullness of her, that's where things sometimes gets tricky because, at least for her, and she said this publicly, she feels like there's not a lot of context to her. And one thing I said to her was like, this is reality TV, girl. This isn't, you know, a documentary just on your life. (laughs) You got to share the stage with people. Mm -hmm. And and my biggest thing with her is I feel like she was born to be on television. And my goal for her is to use the power of reality TV to her benefit. Because I do believe she can not overcomplicate things because being able to show your life and your vulnerability on TV is a lot. That's why I choose to be behind the scenes and not yeah. show my life because I get it. But that also means you have to be able to take what's given to you mm-hmm. and not feel like everyone's against you.
0: Yeah. I think reality TV has a hard time with complex female characters Totally. Because like a lot of people don't pick up on the nuance of that, and I think with the whole Candace thing, it was a very layered, and we didn't get to see all of those layers. Yeah. Um. And this is so- coming from someone who's like, I'm a candy gal. Um. I'm a basset hound, and <laughs> oh, I, I love basset hound. That's yeah. Good. I'm a, ba- a basset hound. I love her. I I love I'm fully that. aware that she's a chaotic queen. Oh, yeah, I understand, is, hey? but but I can't, I can't get enough. She makes me laugh. Um, and I think, yeah, I think Bonique is like very complex. And I think like when we didn't really get into it on the show, but like, she tried to explain like when your hands were in my face, it took me back to a place Mm -hmm. that I haven't ever processed. And there was a lot of that. And I feel like I wish we got to see a little bit more of that side of, of her. Um, but okay, did you watch Real Houses of Beverly Hills last night? Of course. We have to talk about it. Let's do I it. I have so many thoughts. So many thoughts, comments, concerns. Um, <laughs> Garcelle is one of the best housewives to oh. come out of Beverly, like come out of this franchise in a really, really long time.
1: Beyond.
0: To watch her subtly and not so subtly produce crystal into talking to erica about the earrings was one of it was like an it was cinema it was cinema i loved it um what are your thoughts on the season so far rena erica sutton like what what are you what are you thinking
1: i feel like everybody well let me back up a bit the okay (laughs) the as some people call the fox force five or since teddy's left is the fox Force 4, maybe.
0: Four, right.
1: I'm a big Kyle Richards fan. I, I just think she's great. I think she's great for the show and the franchise. They're all unlikable to me this season because none of them are acting in reality. They're acting to save their own friendships and to come across as supportive Um, mm-hmm. in situations where it's painfully obvious that this like person... Like someone needs- is wrong. Yeah, like this person's... like Lisa Rinna screaming across the room as Sutton is wrong. Mm -hmm. Um, let her know she's wrong. Um, it's, it's these Diana, um, laughing, saying Sutton is a cunt. That's not funny. If like check her and say, that's not okay. The way Kyle checked Sutton when Sutton and Diana had their one-on-one and Kyle was like, you can't say that Sutton and just like, (laughs) kind of like pushed her aggressively, I'm like yeah. Kyle. What are you doing? And no one's checking Erica on like her behavior. It's 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 a very weird season because they all are playing to camera, and mm-hmm. it's not good. Whereas Garcelle is the star of the show now. Star. She has replaced Kyle as the force multiplier, mm-hmm. and it's the Garcelle show. And Garcelle is is starting conversations. That are meaningful. She's moving
0: things along.
1: Yes, it's getting our vibes out of people. The way, honey, let me tell y'all something. Again, (laughs) unpopular opinion based on Twitter. I can watch Erica Jane all day long. The way she reacted and responded to Garcelle and Crystal, I like seeing that side of Erica when she's like being a bitch, because I feel like Erica is a bitch 90% of the time but she doesn't show it on television. I think she saves it for behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Like last season when Garcelle revealed, yeah, you told me Tom called you. And I felt like Erica saw all the house of cars falling down mm-hmm. and she like ran to the bathroom and you heard her mic open, like yeah. cussing out the producer. Yeah, I think that's the real Erica. So anytime I get to see that shit on camera, I'm like, good job, Garcelle. You brought out the real Erica, and I love watching.
0: I know. I get my popcorn. My eyes were as big as saucers last night when Erica was just repeatedly saying that she's a victim and she's not sure if there's real victims. I was like, Erica, what are we doing? Renna saw that and was like, we got to get her the fuck out of here. And I also was like, why is Renna allowed to do that? Like, producers oh. in my opinion i wish producers really like sit down well what?
1: that's what? why there's not a lot of carlos kings in the world because i would be like no bitch we are having this conversation yes. and but that's the problem that i'm having with this season whereas it was okay to and again i feel like if you sign up to be on reality tv all bets are off like your mm-hmm. life is on full display and you must talk about it so I wasn't mad that they were trying to get Denise Richards to admit she had sex with um, Brandy. Oh, yeah. So I was like, no, sorry, Denise, you're on the show, bitch. Talk about yeah. it. So I wasn't mad at Lisa Rinna, um getting that tea. So if that's how you want to operate with Denise Richards, your longtime friend for 20 years, <laughs> yeah. why can't you give that same attitude to Erica, your friend of four years based on mm-hmm. the show? Let's be clear. If Erica Jenkins fired, her and Lisa Miranda would never hang out, period. Never. So I hate to see these women not hold each other accountable. And as much as I love Kyle, Kyle was playing up to the cameras in terms of, I can't defend you because the the people who are watching this show are going to say, Kyle, how dare you not defend the victims? And Kyle's performance was not based in reality. It was based in her defending herself from mm-hmm. twitter attacking her
0: yeah these women live too much of their lives um on social media for my liking i don't really like when my housewives play into social media that much i hate it i hate yeah <laughs> let me be clear i hate it yeah um i also hate glam squads but that's like a whole different conversation um i just when Garcia First of all, I have to just make this note that there was a picture behind Crystal and Carcel when they were having this very serious conversation with Erica of just, I believe to be Kyle's breasts. And oh, like, no that. one is talking about it. It's like full lingerie cleavage with red nails, like behind Crystal. And I can't stop thinking about it because they were having this really deep conversation. And like, all I could focus on was like these boobs Anyway, I digress. But when Crystal I gotta says, see like that. Yes. when she's like, let's get real. Yeah. I was like, let's fucking get real. Crystal let's clocked get real, the bitch. Fuck in. Crystal clocked in. She's Period. ready to work. Yeah. I was like, Thank I love God. it. I, Cause I really, really like her. And I think she can add so much to the show if she just like would let herself. She's another one that has a lot of potential, yes. but
1: she's too in her head.
0: Mm-hmm. She's too like worried about things and i take issue with kyle saying some it was very mean girl of sutton or garcelle who was it she, she was, was like, calling about one of them a mean girl sutton
1: because she was saying how sutton yes is one way one-on-one but a different way in the group meeting they're like yeah it's a very mean girl
0: and i'm like pot
1: kettle black i know i'm like
0: didn't you hide brandy's crutches like you are the mean <laughs> oh, girl of the back. group like <laughs> She and I say this all the time about Kyle. She's a great sidekick. I don't think she has the capability to be like the lead or the star. Like in acting, it was Kim, 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 Kim. Mm-hmm. And now Kathy's coming in hot. People mm-hmm. love Kathy Hilton yes. so much. Mm-hmm. Like, a Kathy breathes and Twitter is like, Yes, Kathy. Yes. Like, uh-huh. it's like last year, I believe she. I don't know it like people do I like Kathy but people do too much with her um but Kyle's being really mean to her like it's not it doesn't feel like sisterly and like fun there's something going on There's something yes there's something going on because Kathy always only sits next to Garcelle they laugh together they have a good time Kyle makes fun of her bag makes fun of her slippers makes fun of like Is doing these weird things and there's some tension there
1: yeah i think kyle doesn't want to be on a show with her family anymore i think kyle looks at the show like it's my show now kim is gone um they brought kathy on oh okay and i think she saw kathy get the fan favorite treatment last season Mm -hmm. and it was sort of like oh gosh is she going to like take my spot and Mm -hmm. then because kathy didn't come back until the middle of the season due to contract negotiations you know i think kyle feels like what did y'all give kathy for her to come back is she making more than me so i think all of that went to kyle's head Mm -hmm. and kyle now sees her own sister as competition
0: a hundred percent and um i i'm obsessed with the editors playing into the whole mauricio dorit affair (laughs) Rumor, I, yes.
1: I, that little like, snippet of them talking about like dinner or meats or something. The I'm
0: sausage. Like, I'm like, what? I
1: said, yeah. Oh, y'all are really trying it.
0: <laughs> they really are. I don't believe it for a second. No, but I love all. the idea of it like, being played up by yes. the editors. I think that that's fun. I also think it was a really fun moment when Garcelle, I think, said the word Doritos and they cut to Dorit. Like, See, now, that I me good. I was
1: the only one who peeped that. I was like, why show Doritos when just, they said Doritos? I loved it. It made me laugh. I mean,
0: no one, no one, no one will will match the Real Houses of Atlanta editors because the things that they put good. together on that show also are good. yes so funny. Like the KFC of it all is just that too was much. Good. So and funny. the fact
1: that Marla was wearing a Colonel Sanders outfit in her confessionals the whole time.
0: It's, we don't deserve. And <laughs> I mean, the fact that everything is now going to come out about Kathy Hilton because of Kendall Jenner's tequila, is yeah, when really I saw
1: that. I'm like, is, that the, is that the reason for the beef? It was so crazy to me. Crazy. It's so Beverly Hills, though.
0: It's so Beverly Hills. Um, do you have any final thoughts about Beverly Hills?
1: Listen, I'm a big fan of the show. It, 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 it used to be tied with Potomac in terms of my favorite or the best mm-hmm. one ever. Not ever. The best one currently. Um, this season isn't their best. Um... And I I want them to get back to having real conversations and and not playing to social media because the season with Denise was iconic. I love that season. Sorry, guys. I love Teddy. Uh, I thought Teddy (laughs) brought it. Sorry. Unpopular opinion. I know. Read me if you want to. I don't give a shit.
0: I will never forget Teddy sitting on the floor and going, you made out? Like you kissed on the lips?
1: Yes. Yes. (laughs) I was like, Like you said about Crystal, I like it when a half clocks in, does her job, and says, Fuck like, it. Make- like, do your job. Yeah. Um, and last, oh, last season, that whole Erica Jane's last season was so fucking good, and the ratings proved it. I mean, it was much, what it was like, must see. That Erica Jane's scandal was sudden. I literally could not get an I wanted Bravo for the first time ever to drop all the episodes in one setting, like a Netflix you know, selling yeah. the sunset or some shit. Like, I anticipated weekly, and I literally loved <laughs> every single episode, plus the four-part reunion. It was a four-part reunion, wasn't it?
0: Yeah. I couldn't I, get enough. Like, I, I just couldn't. I loved cut it. it. Yeah, I so- loved it. Yeah. It was perfect.
1: Yeah. So I want I want it to get back to that. This season, again, I think with the, with the way Lisa Rinna got trash for the way she treated um denise and the way kyle got trash for um not supporting erica i think they're all just playing to social media and it needs to stop and this season garcelle has taken over as the force multiplier
0: i agree and i mean too much too much social media stuff for me because that's kind of when i Tap out is when there's so much going on like that. I, I'm like I can't keep up. This is not mm-hmm. real to me. Like it feels really dirty. Like the stuff with Garcelle's son and the bots and all of that. Like that to me is so vile. I was like I can't. Yeah, I don't even want to touch this because no, I, it's too I, much.
1: I, it's, it's 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 not fun. And we watch no. these shows. Listen, if you want to judge how they act and their outfits, fine. Leave it alone with the dark shit. And yeah, and that's my issue when people go too far. Like it's a fucking tv show
0: it's a show stop
1: it like this Mm -hmm. isn't a place where i want to be watching um these cast members talk about how their children are being affected or how they're how they're receiving death threats like are you kidding me what people need
0: to go outside and touch some grass like if you're doing that shit it's weird (laughs) like i love twitter like because I think Twitter's like such a funny place. Yeah. But it also takes some fun out of Housewives, especially for New Jersey. Like, because people, people would literally lay themselves on train tracks for Teresa Giudice. and I'm like, oh. Teresa literally does not know you exist. Her tree huggers don't play. The tree huggers don't play. <laughs> they don't. They don't. And like the thing that bothers me about some fans um, and Dave Quinn and I have discussed this is like. I can't say a negative thing about Teresa without people just assuming I hate her, hate her family, want them Mm -hmm. dead, like all these things. I'm like, no, I like her. Mm -hmm. I do. I like Teresa. I like her family. I This Louis situation I find fascinating. The wedding, I couldn't get enough. There was fire dancers. The hair Mm -hmm. was the Leaning Tower of Pisa. It was crazy. Yeah, I love it, but I also can acknowledge when Teresa's wrong, which is a lot of the time, in my opinion. And that's okay. No, and, it's and okay. that's the thing. It's
1: okay to say, I love you, but this is how I feel. I just said, I love Kyle. However, Kyle, you're unlikable this season. Stop yeah. the bullshit. You should be able to express that freely without feeling like you're going to get ridiculed by their fan base. It's ridiculous.
0: It's too much and it's not fun before you go i want to ask you some quick questions okay. um because obviously you're the king of reality tv the king of just i mean you're the you're a producer you're an executive producer you're carlos motherfucking king um <laughs> what do you wish bravo fans knew like just as a whole like what is something that comes to your mind where you're like god i wish that they just like knew how this how it is behind the scenes like they that kind of stuff
1: your you're- iconic moments that you love to talk about repeat um it really does happen organically like it's not something where it's pre-produced um the producers don't tell these cast members what to talk about in terms of like say this say that Mm -hmm. it's not that It, it it really is these women being fascinating and the reason why some seasons are not great opposed to others is because sometimes there's not there's not a lot going on in that person's life, and sometimes you make a bad casting decision, and it doesn't mean you have to blame the production company or the producers. A lot of times, you know, I think the Housewives fans forget these are real people, and not mm-hmm. everyone's life is really interesting every year. Yeah, like I think you have to give some sort of grace to them. You know, Atlanta has been talked about in terms of having. Not the greatest seasons for the past couple of of years,
0: which um, I disagree. By the way, I loved the Bolo season, which is a hot take. Apparently,
1: yes, yes, I, I love I'm the like scene. these women are
0: shooting during a pandemic. <laughs> like, what do we want from them? They're they're trying their best. Like, yeah. So I would yeah. say
1: give them a, some grace.
0: Mm-hmm. Who do you think was like a, a bad casting decision? Like, not saying you hate them or anything. Like, oh you no, just like I've they said it publicly.
1: Fit. Kim Fields.
0: I said that too.
1: Yeah. And
0: she'll and say it too. Yeah. Because
1: Cam failed. She'll mm-hmm. agree. We all agree. It's her for sure.
0: She was not a good casting decision. No. You know, when she did that, what was it? <laughs> no um the brunch. The no oh, no makeup. The no makeup brunch yes. or something. I was like, Kim, Yeah. That's uh-huh. what we're doing. Makeup
1: free. Yep.
0: Yeah, that was bad. Um, has a housewife ever yelled at you?
1: Um, NeNe Kim. <laughs> You answered that
0: so quickly.
1: Yeah, Mimi, Kim, Candy, Cynthia, Um, Cynthia. uh, Portia, Phaedra. Like, of course, like yes, everyone, everyone except Kenya. Wow, that's it.
0: I have to tell you. So, I was at BravoCon last time. I'm obviously going this year as well, and I was at the Atlanta panel because they're like my faves and when I tell you these women are the most beautiful women I've yeah. ever seen in real life, like, yes. first of all, everyone is, everyone in general is a, I always say this is a lot smaller than you think, like shorter, mm-hmm. smaller, except for Kyle Cook from summer house. He's taller than you would expect. Ah. Uh, Cause he looks very short on TV. Um, but Kenya Moore was like, breathtaking beautiful is. i was in the front row and i was shaking and then when Portia got wheeled out in that wheelchair at BravoCon, i screamed because <laughs> she has the same personality like she's yeah, exactly the same and is. that is she and really Kim is. Sulciak is exactly the same in real life as she is on tv like yeah these women are bananas and i love <laughs> them it's like i love that i love when they're exactly who they are um yeah, wow. Okay. So they all yelled at you. I love that. Yeah. Okay. I'm, exactly. They all have, period. Do you think Housewives has jumped the shark?
1: No, I don't. I think what needs to happen is you have to continue to follow the real. And I think what has jumped the shark is when the housewives use the show to promote their products and businesses mm-hmm. and not to be real. And I think that's when these seasons aren't as great. Um, I said publicly, I think Diana was a horrible casting choice for *The Hills*. Mm-hmm. I think she did the show because she was bored and um, <laughs> she wanted to be famous. And yeah, and I
0: think she wanted Asher to get like a record deal or something.
1: Yeah, it was. She's yeah, not it invested. Was... She mm-hmm. stays in a different hotel. She, she's always sick. Um, yeah, I need these she's... women
0: locked in a room together. Yeah, like, like what are you I doing? I need them together
1: yeah so um i think what's jumped the shark is the the reasons for joining the show for business purposes in lieu of telling your story
0: yeah i agree i also have a problem with like influencers joining um that really is just not my cup of tea um and how do you think we bring back new york like what do you what do we do for
1: me it's all about the ogs i think that i think i think new york is great when you have a bethany ramona sonia luann even dorinda Mm -hmm. um yes all those women are yes over 50 i get it but i think at the end of the day that show works best with those women
0: i agree i am a big proponent of I don't want my housewife, and I have favorite housewives that are under 40. Like I love Candace. I love Ashley. Yeah. I think they're great. Whatever. I love a housewife. That's over 40.
1: That's I think like, they just have more life experience. They and- have more life
0: experience. Like their husbands could be cheating on them. They might yeah. up, like, be a businesswoman. Like exactly. I just feel like they're so, and I love seeing women in that age group, like living their lives. Yeah,
1: like, I'm the same. Not
0: being like just a mom or like, you know, I feel like they get very overlooked. So like I don't give a fuck that Ramona is 68 years old. She's literally I, I shaking less. her ass to David Guetta in Ibiza. Yeah. Like That's I love the shit her
1: I want to see Turtle Time She's all the time.
0: Turtle Time all the time. <laughs> um that is pretty much all I have. You like I'm shaking from this conversation. I might cry afterwards cuz I can't uh, believe I so got sweet. to talk to you. A Detroit yeah, yes. um, that is so crazy. I can't believe that that I did not know that. Um, wow. wow, wow, wow. <laughs> um, there is a photo of Kenya Moore hanging up at a restaurant in Mexican town in case you're wondering. Oh, I gotta see that. Yeah, they're big fans. Okay. Yeah, in case you know. Um, tell everybody where they can watch you, find you, yeah. follow you.
1: Sure. Uh, my Instagram and Twitter is at the Carlos King underscore um, I have a podcast called Reality with the King where I talk mm-hmm. about reality TV all the time and interview subjects in the unscripted space. You can find that wherever you get your podcast. And I have a late night show on the Oprah Winfrey Network called The Nightcap with Carlos King that's coming back next year. Um, and if you follow me, I'll give you updates.
0: Yeah, he really does. And his podcast is so hilarious and so full of like information. Um, well, thank you so much. And you guys, thank you for listening. Rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And I will see you guys next
2: week. Bye.